The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Budfuck? I don't feel okay with that. I don't. is a loser. Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. No, I'm serious. Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. And because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. <laughs> I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not right. fucking RoboTuner. <laughs> Robo, fuck you. That would be so tender. Oh Number God. one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh, yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. <laughs> Why did the stripper turn to Matt so Thomas? where's the stripper from? Thomas, is that you, man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. You did a fantastic job. It Please. is. I thought that I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. <laughs> you dress up well, Thomas. Man, I didn't know you were into this. Yeah. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop had two mics. We found it hard in social media to get any likes. Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun. Three years had gone by, now our studio is done. RoboTuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm. Sushi, keep it Matt and check, true ruler of this realm. Thunder days shock, both their asses into gear. Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show. We can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwad's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. <laughs> so damn funny. I guess so damn funny. Damn. 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 Oh. Occurrence, 172, for Sunday, May 1st, 2022, in the year of the striped feline. (laughs) Greetings. What? What was that? (laughs) RoboTuner. (laughs) Going at you from the dungeon. At Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all the above. Take your pick. Jimmy, once again, across the table from me, is my existing romantic life partner, Sushi. Hello. And I got nothing. Here's Thunder K. The man who is nothing, Thunder K. There you go. Bring on nothing. Because I'm nothing today. <laughs> no, I said I got nothing. I didn't say he was nothing. You should have said the man who is nothing. That would have made it funny. No. Because if that was the case, then he wouldn't be here sitting next to us. I get the worst camera now. I'm nobody. <laughs> it's not the camera. It's right, guys, the sh- shut up. I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Don't tell him to shut up. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that's your grandmother. I missed I missed something. 
Did you just call her old? No. Are you saying I'm his grandmother? No, I said that's your grandmother. He was talking about your mom. He called you a motherfucker. I said that's he your said grandmother. I fuck mothers. Yeah, I said that's your grandmother you you're talking about. Did you sex with my mom? Wait, wait, wait. No, he did. My mom fucks mothers? What is <laughs> happening? You just said I have sex with moms. Either that or our mom has sex with moms. Or grandmothers at this point. <laughs> You said I have sex with grandmothers. Oh shit! I don't That's know weird. enough. I don't, I don't know. know how to feel about that. I have no idea anything about Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna need you guys help. No, or maybe no. you should just watch the Put fucking movies. Put the damn movies. phone down. I need to pick a nation. You need to pick something to you talk about. You need to suck my toes. I am Gross. your aunt, not your grandmother. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's not gonna fuck you. <laughs> she only fucks grandmothers. Mm. I think that's been well established in this show that's so already. Weird. Already. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Try to keep it. Try to keep it clean. Okay, Shelly, and then we have Alex, the intern. Hey guys. Hey. Who apparently does not fuck mothers or grandmothers? I don't have sex. He just has his hand. Mm. For now. Rosie palms and her five sisters. That's yeah, a, they're getting a little. Yeah, that's an old one. But goody. It is. Uh, honestly. Is that mine? I don't have too much to talk about this week. Well, since we had all the cool news from being three weeks behind. Did you talk about what happened this week that you posted online? I'm getting to that, yes. Oh, but you have nothing, so how can you get no, to it? No, I didn't say I had nothing. I didn't. I don't uh, have I think much. You literally said I hope okay. Literally. I yeah. don't have much. So. But he knows he loves you. But I'm not going to say the unconfirmed well, no, I know news that you're that not part. happy about. I, I mean, that you're happy about. I know. So, as I was saying, I'll, I'll start off with a. on a bit of a low, mo- a low note. Country music singer Naomi Judd died yesterday at the age of 76. Uh, the day before, she and her daughter, Winona, were actually set to be entered into the Country Music Hall of Fame, mind you. They're, going to, they're actually going to embark on a farewell tour this year. And apparently, that's not going to happen. It's kind of mysterious, though. said that she died from mental illness. So, I don't know. Is that Alzheimer's? Is that suicide? Is that... Dementia? See, I'm starting to think, like, since they had already planned a tour, that it may have been something like the S word. Oh. Yeah, but, you know, you say that, but it didn't take very long for mental illness from, like, um, Alzheimer's or um, senility to kick in. Well, we'll find out. I I mean, I just think... I know someone who, from start to finish, went from relatively normal to dead in six weeks. Yeah, I gotcha. But they said, I mean, what? Just based off what Ashley said on her thing, it seems like it was a little more, um, a little more than just that. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. There were some other people who died um, who were famous same day. I think one of which was a suicide. There was a actress, and then I was I saw a uh, read an article about it. There was an actress, and I can't remember her name. She, I don't think she was from America, though. But oh. she committed suicide, and then there was an athlete, a female athlete, who passed away, and she committed suicide. 
So they must all have known uh, Hillary Clinton in some way. <laughs> Jeez. That's a joke. I know. it all. It's uh, six uh, degrees uh, of uh. Hillary Clinton, seems like. Hey, I forgot about that Grogu de-stressing toy that you have next to you. Uh-oh, did you just discover something? Uh, I thought I did. I, <laughs> I looked up celebrities who committed suicide, and it shows Naomi Judd, Andrew Wolfolk, and Robert Morris, but that just means that it says passages, more stars we lost this year. Yeah, and of course, Taylor Hawkins died of a uh, drug overdose, but we don't know if it was accidental or if it was... Uh, like suicide or whatever. Yeah. Or if there are other uh, complications involved in it. I'm still I'm still grieving over that honestly. I don't know if the Foo Fighters will actually will actually attempt to replace him or if Dave Grohl's going to assume assume the role of drummer going forward since that's what he was before in Nirvana. So the actress who played Vicky in both Parent Trap films died on April 29th after dealing with multiple health problems. This is Naomi Judd, the country singer in a statement April 30th. Today we, or uh, from her daughter, today we sisters experienced a tragedy. Winona Judd and Ashley Judd said in a joint message shared via Twitter, we lost our beautiful mother to the disease of mental illness. We are shattered. We are navigating profound grief and know that we loved her. She was loved by her public. We are in unknown territory. That's got to be hard, you know, you, for you, anybody. Yeah, you, you think well, particularly for celebrities, I think, because they can't just. It's it's not like you're grieving your parent, and it's just it's you, and it's private. Because grieving is usually a private thing. Yeah, they have to not only deal with their private grief but they have to deal with all the public scrutiny that comes with private grief you know so somebody else who died on April the 14th which we didn't mention who's um, that Rio Hackford who's that he's from the Mandalorian hmm I wonder what role he played um he was battling an unspecified illness uh he was the son of Alex he was the sorry brother of Alex Hackford Oh. Which I don't know who that is. Um, oh, she Taylor Hackford. Let's see. Rio was the eldest son of director Taylor Hackford and the stepson of Helen Marin. Oh. And then Lake Bell commented via Instagram after learning that this was a massive loss. Where's that? Oh, oh, that's a person's name. Okay. Lake Bell is... Uh, oh, Lake Bell. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that comedian lady. Oh. Yeah, I, I forgot about that one. I saw it on a brief headline, but I didn't recognize the name. Yeah. But I don't see anything about people committing suicide. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, on a brighter note, the gracious occasion of celebratory uh, slash maternal parental of uh, Acknowledgement is on Sunday, a week from today. That was rough. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly what a, what it was off the top of my head. So in other words, Mother's Day. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I, don't, I, yes. I don't really ever get a Mother's Day. 
That sucks. Mm. Because you go to, you, you go down to Conroe to see your mom. Well, I know you're. I know you're. I know your son's going with you, though, isn't he? Yeah, I think he feels forced to go since it's Mother's Day. Hmm. <laughs> isn't that what Mother's Day is all about? Forcing yourself to go see your mom. Yeah. Well, then how come you're not going? I didn't know everybody was going. Well, you could go. Hmm. Too late now. <laughs> I have a mother to take care of. Oh. Who's going to have a really bad week this week? Yeah. yeah. So shut up, butthole. Yeah. Wow. I'm a butthole. Well, everyone has a butthole, but you're not one. And yours is ours. You're saying I'm the butthole of the podcast? It's fine. Now, if we were all a, bo- a body part, I would that would make you the butthole. What? What are you? Probably the armpit. What are you? I'm the brain. No. Hell no. <laughs> well, I, You're the soul. Well, that actually isn't a physical part what of your body. You, I don't know. He's the a kneecap. zit. The kneecap. He's You're, a zit. You're a zit. Yeah, he's like, why am I even here? No, he's a I'm toenail. A he's a toenail. Well, toenails a pinky are, toenail. No, no, wait, wait, he's a spleen. Yeah, he's the spleen. <laughs> the appendix. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know why you're here, but you're needed. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no. At least with the the spleen, it helps with immune like your immune system. But this appendix oh. is useless. All right, you're the appendix. Or tonsils. Oh yeah, you can That's be the true. appendix or tonsils. Or wisdom teeth. I don't want to be the butthole. I don't like that. So. Well, I'm you spew more shit than the rest of us. I spew That's shit. That's debatable. I spew shit. Okay. All right. <sighs> We're gonna have to abolish the shitocracy if you can't take it. I take it just fine. It, you know what I don't take? <laughs> when I start doing the shitocracy stuff. And have another guys, drink. Have another drink. I haven't had anything to drink. And then you guys are like, eh, you're a little bitch. That's part of the shitocracy. No. I don't know what you don't See, understand. You I don't don't let me be part of it. Yes, I do. Nope. Who's knocking? Oh. God damn it. Hey, but props wow. to the podcast for being so uh, up to up to the minute. It's amazing. I know it. Nice to know you actually listen to. Wait, yeah, yeah, don't leave the dog in here. Get Take him with you. Ass here. <laughs> he latched onto that and ran out here. He's like, I'm gonna show her. I didn't know he was even listening. He normally doesn't. They're in there listening to. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. Dude, I was playing with that. I know, I was giving it back. Yeah, it'd be nice to Grogu. All right. Yes, Mother's Day. Whoopee. Whoopee. Hey, wake up over there. I had a cup of coffee. Yeah. So, finally, one last thing I wanted to mention is that the rock duo that I am in, the Jet Noise, which has been a continuation of Josh and the Jet Noise after... Josh Reed, the former lead vocalist, primary songwriter, and guitarist, left the band in December of 2020. Likely, our la- our final show is going to be on Friday the June 10th, uh, Friday the- June the 10th at Growl. Well, at least let me expand on that a bit, a little bit. So, as I mentioned, we've been a duo. Just myself, I took over. Uh, lead vocal duties and 
just playing bass that doubles as doubles as a guitar sound, similar to what Royal Blood and Death from Above 1979 do. And then Chris Grusha remained a, a, as drummer. So from the ashes of Josh and the Jet Noise, we continue on. And that's in that vein. We're also we'll also be releasing our long-awaited five-song EP, which will also be sold at, sold at the show as well. What songs are going to be on it? Enough. I'll name them in order. Tiny House, North Star. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, you would ask me that. Is Harpy on it? No. Why would but, I re-record uh, that? But uh, Belly Button 2, Belly Button Reimagined is on it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope, it is not. Uh, I'll actually go to the drive and I'll tell you the name of the songs in order. You don't even know the names of the songs. Well, I do, but I can't do remember, remember the off the top of my head. Yes, I know the all the words. I, well, my set list is over there, but I can't see it from where I'm sitting. Can you get his set list? No, he doesn't have to. I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah. Uh, it's so oh, wait, far. Okay, so we're doing uh. we're doing Tiny House, North Star, Control C, O N, and Seasick. I like Seasick. Yeah, that was uh, the most recent song that we wrote. Yeah, I like that one. That I wrote. That's good. Anyway, so Chris, the drummer, is, has decided that he is done with Texas, and he is moving back to the West Coast, where he's originally from. But not to California, though. He's actually going to be moving to Portland, Portland, Oregon. He has some friends up there, and he just feels a lot more at home up there. And plus, his job said that he can leave the state and still keep his position. He doesn't actually have to remain in Texas. So... He's going to take advantage of the lucrative sell, ultra hyper sellers market right now and use that to his advantage so he can move back out, move back west. So, so weird because he just bought this house. Yeah, he bought it a year ago after his divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I, I wish him all the best, man. We've had some good times over the last, uh, geez, almost five years. That he's been. Ooh, I bet he's got some equity in that house. Cause just in the year that he's that yeah. since he's bought it, yeah, he does. That's yeah. why I'm saying he's taking advantage of the the, the seller's just, market I right just now. About it. Yeah. So he can actually move. Yeah. We could sell our house. Move and to make Oregon. A lot of money off of it. I'll sell your house right now. You can't. I'll sell it on eBay right now. <laughs> Good luck with that. I bought the state of Oklahoma one time for thirty dollars. I'm gonna sell you on the black market. Wow! Really? How much? Sell my body parts. That's Are you way gonna buy them? No. No, no, no. I'm just no, curious. If you sell my body parts. That's more. No, I'll that's just more profit. I'll just be there and I'll be like, okay, guys, tell me what you want me to do, and then um, as they pay me money, I will torture him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. It's it's just like being uh, a normal conversation with her. She'll just be a little little extra bitchy. Yeah. Wow. Just a little bit, not too much. Not too much. <laughs> Don't cry. So, after June 10th, things are kind of up in the air, air with me. Ideally, I like to get another guitarist and um, drummer to, so I can continue, continue playing my solo stuff. But and if the, you don't? But if I don't, hell, I'll even make... I'll still write my own music and get my puppets to perform the songs. Hell, <laughs> make videos of it. How are you supposed to do that in concert? I won't, I won't be able to. I would actually have to hire puppeteers to assume the roles of the others. Would you have to hire them? Well, unless he does like a Brady Bunch kind of thing. He could just get us to dress up in black. 
and do it. He has to have it pre-recorded like Gargar. Wouldn't it be like, shouldn't we dress in green? So we oh, green, green screen. Green I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's if he's recording videos. But if we're li- like on stage at Growl Yeah, live performance. Yeah, you, you wear black. black. Yes. Yeah. See, we could all wear black, grab one of his puppets, and, you know, he's, I mean, obviously it's Skip that's singing, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and playing the, the bass. So somebody's got to play the guitar. Somebody's got to play what? The keyboard. The keyboard. Or, or percussion. And or then drums. Yeah. yeah. I've already, sa- already somebody thought, already thought, it out. thought this out in my head. We just have to buy, <laughs> buy black suits for ourselves. <laughs> well, like, puppeteering is one thing, but puppeteering I, I feel, and... I feel volunteered. <laughs> playing, to make it look like they're playing instruments is something completely different. Because obviously, puppets can't play their own instruments, but you have to make it look realistic so we'll practice i mean come on so it sounds like you're down for this i'm all offended that he doesn't think i play any instruments motherfucker you know they play that um piccolo all the time oh i thought you were gonna say skin flute i actually play the guitar (laughs) thanks it's the one-eyed piccolo i play the piano both of them have their own i don't play the drums but i know you have i I masturbate so it's as long as i keep rhythm it's okay (laughs) Who doesn't, though? Just keep You're Shelly off the finger maracas, and we'll be all right. <laughs> That's some <laughs> fucked up shit. Finger maracas. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Anyway, but I could have some fun posting videos of that at the very least. <laughs> if I can't get anybody to join my solo project again. Oh, well. You. So... Uh, Thunder K and Alexi over there. Stop yes. watching the Lord of the Rings I'm trilogy. I'm not watching it. I'm playing a game. Oh. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be. Y'all yeah. used to get on to me for that. <laughs> I'm Where not are playing you now? It. My phone's down. Down, uh, down, down. I was just uh, yeah, going I'm still contributing, so... Uh, yeah, I was going to say off. contribute. Enlighten us. Yeah, you're not yeah. contributing at all. You haven't said a word. I have been contributing. He has. He Why has. are you here? He has. He well, has. That's the whole mantra. He Why has. am I even here? So his job on the show is just to sit there and play video games yeah. and just talk <laughs> over his head. And answer questions on Stump the RoboTuner. That's about it. That's all I do. I'm here for the RoboTuner. Stump, Stump the RoboTuner. Stump the RoboTuner. The, so, the Tony RoboTuner. Anyway, enlighten you about what? Anything oh, that's gone on in the last week? Known. Well, we didn't say it last week, but it's all but confirmed, um, which should be this week. Hopefully. Um Intern Alex will start his first actual internship. Where he gets paid. Where he gets paid. I know, crazy. Money. Yeah, I got my job to bring him on as a summer intern. It was a hard sell. It was so hard. They were just, they were fighting him back and forth. Not really. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> I have I a little. Too. Or, or who's, who's been playing the Atari? Yeah, it stops whenever you did that. It's not me. God dang it. It's, who is playing the Atari music? No, it is coming from her. See? Mute. Unmute. Motherfucker. It, it's all right. We'll, we'll just work. We'll just power through it. It's not a, that big of a deal. We notice it because we hear it, but others may pew, not. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. So, summer internship. Yeah, anyway, uh, the reason this is important, I've been searching for a job for months now. Just having no 
no progress. He's at in all. that classic loop where you have to have experience to get a job, but nobody's hiring. He, nobody's will give him experience so that he can get a job. So right, and it's like I don't want to be just working in like food service the whole time because that's not going to help me. And uh, there's not a whole lot of internships right now because everybody's looking for full time positions. Right, and so uh, Dad called me one day. He was like. So I got something to tell you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, somebody just died. Like, because he was kind of serious about it. So he calls me. He's like, I may have gotten you a job. And it was just this whole back and forth for a couple weeks until everything I confirmed. So all but confirmed. So well, Yeah, we just need to offer a letter to make it official. But, yeah, it's. Yeah. It, uh, <clears throat> you should start. Uh, you, end said of, a, you said after Memorial Day, but I, could yeah. I start earlier if I wanted or no? You won't get paid. That's fine. No, they won't let you do that. But it'll be interesting. You know, I was actually working in the computer field. Finally. Um, I'll look good on my resume. Yeah. The other, the other thing is, um, I don't know if I said it, but I, I went to, I was on Amazon, which is dangerous. And ever since I've been uh, a kid, I've always wanted a slot car track, like not a, Nothing big, just one of those little ones that used to climb the walls and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I honestly, I don't know anything about slot cars. So I just bought one that I thought looked good. And, um, of course, it, I'm a nerd, so it's all digital. So you can have six cars oh. on the same track. And so I get it in, and the slot car track is huge it is a 132 scale but the but the roads are 124 scale which means the roads are a 24th of its size so they're huge yeah so it's just been sitting in a box because i literally had nowhere big enough to put it so i bought a couple of uh eight foot by uh 30 inch tables which put them together comes out to be eight foot by five foot mm-hmm and me and Alex finally put the slot car track together. That was a whole ordeal on itself. Yeah, it took us about two hours to get the thing put together because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And um, and I watched videos on it and everything, and I was real confident in myself, and now I'm not so confident. But it's really cool because you could hook this track up to a Bluetooth device, right? Oh, cool. And it keeps track of the cars, their, their lap times, their the race. Um all that kind of stuff. It keeps track of the drivers. Um, and we, we had some mock races once we got everything figured out. But that took two and a half hours. We spent most of it uh, trying to figure out why the lane changes weren't happening. <laughs> Which and is a silly reason. So this track actually has lane changes. So you can you can actually change lanes so you're not just running around in a circle, right? right. And we, we had a lot of fun oh. just trying to figure that all out. But what's cool is, like, it, this this stupid thing is so sophisticated, you can set the weather. And it messes with the cars. If you, like, said it's it's rainy outside, the cars all oh, of a sudden don't, don't sit on the, run on the track the same way. They, they yeah. slide around. Hydroplane, yeah. We also didn't know that you had to set the initial speed of the cars. So, basically, we were launching these cars at 900 miles an hour off the track. <laughs> And uh, that's all. I, that's what we kind of did on Friday. And yeah, we've been dealing with a personal loss in the family, so we didn't. Yeah, 
we didn't have, have much time to do much else this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we also... But I got Kim on it this morning, and she was playing on the track. And shot uh, the car straight across. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but, yeah, she she launched that car. It was funny. I remember we... Uh, that poor car is launched off that track. Is it, was it the GT? Yeah, again? it was the GT again. God, that that car that car simultaneously was the best and also the most unfortunate car. Yeah, most unfortunate. It was the like for the longest time, it was the only car that could actually do the lane all the lane changes because they just weren't working. So I bought the, the the four cheapest cars you can get for it. Shall I guess how much these cars are a piece? Charge sixty dollars a piece. That's kind of <laughs> steep. There was there was one of Lightning McQueen. Yeah, I was like, fuck that car. It's three hundred dollars. Yeah, but you know, honestly, it's not like you're. It's kind of an investment. I guess. Yeah. I'm not going to be like those crazies who like convert whole rooms into the track. I, I was watching those. They're they're badass. Don't get me wrong, but I don't have the space for it. I'd have to kick a few people out of the house before I could do something like that. Uh, me. He's talking about me. No, I'm not. Are you getting kicked out? Yeah. I'm not kicking you. You probably out. deserved it. Probably. But it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we also uh Honestly I I haven't really done much uh, else at all. No, I've just been playing Oblivion, that's really all I've been doing. I haven't even played a video game. I don't remember the last time I played a video game. I beat Guardians of the Galaxy, the Square Enix you game. You were telling me about yeah. that. It was uh. a good pass of the time. It was a pretty solid game. The banter between the characters that the series is known for was the best part. Is that like an Xbox exclusive? No, no. It's no, out it's for PlayStation 4 also. It, no, not PC? I, I downloaded it for Game... I don't know if it's on PC. Okay. I downloaded it on Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. That I might try. Looks like we might be going back to Valheim. I'm excited. You know you have to start over, right? That's yeah. fine. Okay. From the very beginning. Yeah. Damn. 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 I like I like the thought of like level progression with these systems, but sometimes they're just so slow. Well, Valheim didn't have really have level progression. Yeah, it had skill progression though. Did it? Yeah. Like you could level up your axe swing skill. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. All right, I see it now. It went to my spam for some reason. It's weird. Spam, spam. Yeah, like the, everybody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. They don't. I'm just addressing you per personally. You don't have to. Okay. Anywho. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy game is on Steam. Cool. But, what? yeah, I've been, think, you know, I've been thinking about it. I really kind of want to get back into Final Fantasy. Oh, the RPG? Yeah. The MO, MMO? Yeah, I, I just... The concept of it seems so fun to me. Yeah, they also have Lord of the Rings. Is it really? Yeah. Is it like kind of like EverQuest? Because I think I've seen you playing it. It's kind of like... A, it's a lot like EverQuest, to be honest with you. It's kind of stagnant. Like it's kind of... What the heck? She what the heck? Phone. I imagine the story's a lot better, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine so. I just... I don't know. Just the thought of just... Sitting there and fishing and leveling up fishing. As much as I've always wanted to get into the lore of EverQuest, and I've been in a lot of it, I flat just, just don't care about it. It's so, it's so convoluted. Yeah, and that, like, that's with Elder Scrolls with me. There's so much about Elder Scrolls that they just don't tell you that you learn on your own. You're just like, I, I can't I, follow this. Honestly, I think that Bethesda is done with the whole Elder Scrolls series. 
Well, they're they're coming out well, with six really soon. Well, how long ago did they say that though? Uh, not not too long ago. They actually, said, I think it's supposed to come well, out. Well, Rockstar said the same thing about GTA uh, Six, and I, I think they're gonna come <laughs> out within 2023. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think I've read. I just figured that Bethesda just sees Skyrim Five as like, yep, we nailed it. What happened to that Can't game we were playing, but no that need. Google came out with? What happened to that game? What? Google, which one? Amazon? Oh, you, you mean, mean the one that Amazon, went? Amazon, yeah. <laughs> New World. Yeah, New World. New World? It? Where is it now? I don't, I haven't. I, I've heard they've added some things, but the, the subscriber count hasn't grown very yeah. much. I mean, it was... It was awful. I mean, it was fun <laughs> in some places, but it got really repetitive it, really, it really had, fast. Yeah, it did. I think was, it had so many good, like, ideas. I like the, the that it wasn't you know like a stale battle kind of. Um, like you had you had diversity with the battle system. Yeah, the battle system was pretty decent. It was more like Dark Souls. And then you, you also it also gave you the, the incentive like oh I kind of want to go go explore I want to but then you realize everything's kind of the same. And you died all oh the God. time. And then and then just everything was. But the funnest thing you can do is get on the ground, crawl, and so many people will follow you. That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you telling us about the. That was so fun. I don't even know why we the did crawl that. lines that you started. You know what it feels like? It feels like they took all the worst parts of of the MMORPGs and they put them into one game. All the worst parts. Yeah, all the worst parts. The know. grindiness. Yeah. The 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 repetitive uh, go for this kind of. Uh, that was the one thing about like the quest line. The quest line sucked because it was just like, I was like, I want you to go to this this pirate cove. Okay, kill these people. Okay, they're kill kinda, five. Come back. Kill six. Come back. And it's like they're, they're, there's nothing here. And then you get to the big boss, and he's just like, and it takes forever pushover. to get there. See, the thing I'll say about Final Fantasy is that there I was stuff Final to do. Fantasy. Like yeah. if you got bored grinding, you can go to the casino. Yeah. yeah. And if you got bored with that, you can go trade skill. Yes. Right. But and the subscription was so fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. That was the only thing. If they made it like, kind of like most MMRTs, you have a free, and then you have a... But I like that you can just... Yeah, but if you didn't do the subscription, then you didn't get to go to the casino. Or there was something you couldn't yeah, do. Yeah, no, you could just no, there the is game. no free. Yeah. There is no free. You just paid yeah. for the subscription, and then you could buy, like, appearance stuff. But Yeah. But the only, I mean, the only thing that was kind of effed up about it was... I really wanted housing, <laughs> yeah. and they they only had a certain set of housing, and then that was it. See, I think what our biggest problem is is that we want a perfect we see, game. We see what we like in every game that we play. As you remove your glasses? Yeah. Well, because I can talk better with my glasses off, because I can see y'all. Because like these are just to, for reading. She oh. has to sniff glasses yeah. before she can drink. She has to turn on the radio to see better. Oh, glasses, yeah. Um, so we like the EverQuest... Um, the fact that you can go in and build a huge huge um huge you can be in a guild and you can build a guild hall and you can have multiple homes and you can have giant homes in this game which is great we also like um the fact that uh you can go into any dungeon and battle with whoever you want to but they don't have a really good pairing system with other players when you don't have anybody you, to friend in the game. To, to add or take away from what you're saying, I think one of EverQuest's biggest drawbacks is there's no there's no good small to medium guild things to do. Right. That I too. Mean, you, we, we tried our hardest to get 
What, we couldn't get past the heroic dungeon. We, we couldn't. Had a full you set. have like single, then you have heroic, and then you have like raids, right? Yeah. We could not get through an uh, even a one tier heroic. Yeah. We just we would get waylaid. And it's like we would follow the strategies. We would just do everything they told us to, and then we die. Yeah. And uh, we the only way we would have been able to get through it is if we had a huge guild. Yeah. Um, and people with and a then, lot more experience than us help us or and whatever. And then, but the, then the level scaling was just ridiculously insane. And, and, I, and the hardest part was that we was all were heavy, and we have like, to coordinate times we <laughs> get on to play together. No, no it was just. I oh. played Dungeons and Dragons, okay, um, a long time ago, and I felt like they had a really great dungeon system mm-hmm. because you could go in and you could be in the queue for other people to play in the dungeon and you would all line up and each person would have its own place so you could say who you wanted to be in the lineup of the people that ran the dungeon so if you wanted to be a healer you could be a healer if you wanted to be um, fighting on the front line what's it called? Tank Tank. if you want to be a tank you could be a tank anyway so you, you line yourself up in that slot and then you wait for people to be available and there was always people available Mm-hmm. There was always a dungeon group, a dungeon party. And then you get in this party, you don't know anybody in your party, and you just have to trust that they're going for the same goal as you, and that's to gain coin, points, gear, whatever drops, just to get drops, right? Um, so that was such a great dungeon system. I was able to get through all the dungeons. I was able to make what I needed to make so that I could continue on to the next level. So I think that the dungeon system in... Um, Dungeons and Dragons was amazing. Uh, I think that Repels had a really great um, leveling system. Their leveling system was really great until you got into the hundreds. When you got into the hundreds, then it was really grindy. And there wasn't a lot to do. But I think now there is more because as time has progressed, they've given you other side quests to do. So that it didn't feel so grindy and you weren't, like, constantly being, uh, just feeling left behind in your guild. Because I was in a guild there, too, and I felt like I was left behind. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, leveling in, like, the Star Wars, the MMO, the Old Republic, that was, like, it wasn't bad. It was, like, it felt really balanced. And, yeah. like, when you, when you would go back to a zone that, like, was under your level, they would scale your level down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I like that system because it, it still felt like I still had to strategize with my my planning. Still, granted that NPCs were just way too that, easy. That to EverQuest me, has the same okay. thing. I'll tell you, no, they don't really. And I'll, I'll no. tell you, that's one of the biggest problems with EverQuest is because you just you were you, so powerful. You, every every zone in EverQuest two was paired for a specific level, mm-hmm. and after you passed that level, that zone became insanely easy. It, it, yeah, it became even even if you went to the Chrono Mage and you took yourself back down to a lower level, you were so overpowered with your gear that that level was awful, and you only gained a portion of the experience. Right? Okay, I get what you're saying there. So, when the problem there is that if you if you set your levels up to only be certain level specific, as soon as you get out of that level, those zones are completely useless to you, except for these random go get this from this zone quest. Right, and then and then you would like, you'd be so powerful that you could just solo a whole raid that was meant for 20, 20 30 people, and you could just do it by yourself. Like I remember, I remember one of my things was I wanted to get the, like little heads that we can play in the go- yeah. guild hall trophy. 
I did about seven raids by myself. Just because I could. Because I was that powerful. And, you know, the thing about huh. it is, if they were to, say, mix the... Either either do the scaling, uh-huh. like, which to me doesn't... Kind of takes away from the, the feel of the, the game. Or mix in some super-de-duper powerful people with the lower-level things so you know... Super-de-duper. If you go around this corner, there's going to be a high-powered character that you don't want to get mm-hmm. hit by, right? World bosses. World bosses are such a good idea. Well, yeah, world bosses are good. I thought that was a good idea, but I just, I'm just i not talking about world bosses. I'm talking about, like, in, you're in the, the newbie area, right? Ten, newbie. 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. Put a 60-level put a character in there. A couple of them. You know, so that you'll come back. Yeah, and like, oh, I want to fight that guy. So, trade skilling, I really liked Ever, EverQuest 1's trade skilling. It was a little slow, but I liked the ideas that they had. EverQuest 1 or yeah, 2? Yeah, 1. But I also liked EverQuest 2 better. Mm. I liked what EverQuest 1 was doing with it. EverQuest 2 just kind of... It was so... like EverQuest It takes forever to make things, though. That's yeah. my... And, and leveling takes forever. Yeah, that's true. And I will say this about EverQuest 1. All you had to do was mix things together and hit combine, right? Yes. So that was that was a lot easier. Like yes. You can get to level 100 as a brewmaster and real fast. Yeah. And that's what I liked EverQuest about it. EverQuest 2, it was like you got, you got all the way through to about 96, and then you were just drudging. Oh, God, awful. And, dr- and, awful. Then, and then like the road to 110... Super easy one. And then you had these uh, these these uh, heritage quests. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And you couldn't do the heritage quest till you got to a certain level, and then the heritage quest was all over the map. I mean, it would take you three, four hours if you were if you were a high level person. Oh, dude! Just remember, to just to walk the map to get to where you need to go. Do you what remember did, the uh, Do you remember the quest that we had to do the um, the trade the signature trade school quest, the one where we had to like. Get the make every, the every single make the capes or get the capes. Yes, every yeah. single freaking class just to do one quest. Oh yeah, you had so to. Dumb. Yeah, you could you could only get one item from the quest based off of what you chose, mm-hmm. and then you had to get with other people to get their the items, or, or they would they could make it for you in that. Uh, that I forget free, what they call that. Was that was so weird. The free but it, weird. I, I actually liked it. I thought it was weird, but I actually liked it because I it like means the, that you had to work with other people. I liked the idea uh-huh. until nobody knows what to do. Because, like, that, by the time we got to that point, it had already been years since that came out. So nobody was doing it anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, so did you guys ever play uh, World of Warcraft? A little bit. I did. Okay, I bit. did too. I liked it. Um, I liked the raids in World of Warcraft. Leroy I liked that a lot. I thought they were pretty cool. Um, I like the raids in EverQuest, but the problem with the raids in EverQuest is that there wasn't enough people on the server sometimes. So when there was a big boss, you had to wait. When if, and maybe you just didn't do it at all. But I like the the. Well, that's where camping came from, basically. Yeah. But EverQuest camping. one, I really felt was a lot more fun when it came to raiding, and I hate, I abhor instance levels i hate it Ugh, annoying and everquest one before they came out with instance levels and i'm i played the first i got in the first day everquest one came out that's how old i am yeah it was like 96 97 something like that and, i thought uh, it was a 98 or 99 when the first one came out what's the, that the first everquest what year uh 98 or 99 
because I remember like that. I was still in college whenever it came out. It was 97, 98. It was whenever I was working for Flashnet. Anyway, the... Because I was at your house. Yeah, you were. Um, we had the kids. Mm-hmm. So Markham was... Well, he was walking. He was one and a half. So it was 99. Yeah, so... Back then, they didn't have instant dungeons. Yeah. You actually had to go wherever you wanted to go. And I remember the... Um, it was so, it was so frustrating at the time. But because it was so frustrating, when it actually got it, it was amazing. A couple of years later, they came out with uh, the first epics, the epic one point, what they call now the epic one point oh. But it was your epic weapon. Yeah. And I was a druid, and you had to go underwater and kill this certain fish. And I put in all my favors. I got somebody down there who was high enough level to help and we got everything we got everything ready and um somebody snuck in and kill him for you no 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 i I, everything ready um and i put on the the breathing underwater spell and all that kind of stuff yeah stupid fucking fish man this fish comes comes up we have a really high level tank he hits the fish for whatever reason, I got a roll for aggro for that fish that he would just not leave me alone. And I died, and I'd pour it back, and I'd get underwater, and I could not get my spell back on for breathing underwater. Uh-huh. Oh, no, they would port me back, and I had to quickly get that spell on, and I could not. Four times I put the spell on, and I, for the fourth time, finally it hit, and I lost the aggro of the fish, which was great. Yeah. Because I was a spellcaster, and... We finally killed that thing. This was two hours after we started. Oh, God. And then I finally got the item I needed. I go up, and this I meet this other guy to kill the final boss. And it was a raid boss, and it was in the middle of a swamp. And there were, like, 20 of us. And we kill this thing, and I finally get this epic weapon. And that was... And the point is that it was such a rewarding experience... Because we all had to work together, and we all had to, you know, it was hard. Yeah. And nowadays, the it's hard to get somebody to raid with you. Yep. Who, you Because know, most people won't raid with you if you don't know what you're doing. And I clearly don't know what I'm doing. Right. Even, even though I got my epic weapon, and I followed all the directions and got it, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, in a raid environment. Because I don't, I don't, I was never a part of a guild. I that was, taught you how to be a yeah, raider, yeah. yeah. And it always turned me, put me off on on playing with raids because no, if you could get in with somebody, it was one thing. But if if you were kind of he doesn't know what he's doing, nobody would touch you. None of the good raids anyway, yeah, or none of the good guilds. Mm-hmm. You know, you get in the bad guilds and everybody don't know what they're doing, and it would just be a disaster, and you'd be more frustrated when you left the game than you were when you got in. You know, so. I, I gave up on EverQuest 1 for a while and then tried EverQuest 2, and it seemed like it was going to have a pretty good solo uh, timeline, which it kind of does. Yeah. But sometimes you want to grow past it, and I did. And, you know, it's, it's just there's no in-between. Either you are a solo or you're a raider. And if you're... If you're not good at raiding, you can't grow past solo. 
So that's why I kind of started fishing around for other MMOs just to kind of see if I can get in early mm-hmm. and learn the tricks of the game and all that kind of stuff. And every one I've played has always been kind of like not as polished as EverQuest, but good mm-hmm. in their own ways. In their own ways. Well, because they're don't brand have any, spanking and new. And they don't have anything to keep you wanting to play more. Right. I think part of it. Well, see, you know, I I jumped on ESO as soon as it came out, and I thought it was fantastic. But you know what's funny about that? It's solo is the best. It's solo is the best. I I love that game. But it's group is it's awful. Group is seems to be awful. What game is ESO? Elder Scrolls Online. Online. Okay, that's right. That's right. I would get online to play with them, and then they would be way ahead of me. There's also PSO. There was no way ahead of you. I mean, we could not group together. Right. It was. It's. It's just impossible. Yeah, there was no way we could work. We couldn't even work the same, um, like quests, quests or whatever. Because I'd be on a different quest from him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's also PSO Fantasy Star Online, but that I tried that one and it was kind of, it was kind of gimmicky. Yeah, like it was too JRPG ish for right. my taste. I think it is a JRPG. Well, it is. Yeah, because it's Sega. And yeah. then there's uh, what, Eve Online. Eve Online is just like it's almost it's straight crazy. Straight. Yeah. It seems like you have to be pretty well established in yes uh, in uh, Eve. Eve Online to even be able to put a foothold in that universe. I mean, that is a crazy. Have you ever played that game show? No, that game is crazy. Either. What's it about? You're you're basically a spaceship, and okay. you're trying to make money in the universe, right? So you can either be like a it's it's your typical trope, right? You can be a a, a bounty hunter, you can be a, a miner, you can be a whatever. And you, and you try to get as much money as possible. You can buy a space station, and off that space station, you can build ships and sell ships. They're the biggest um, battle in the world, the world record, is on EVE Online. Because there was this massive, um, this massive war that started between two factions, mm-hmm. and there were literally hundreds of ships that were in this battle... And there was a huge amount of money lost. I mean, huge. Because, and I'm not just talking about fake world money. I'm talking about real world money. Real world money. Oh, wow. Because people put a lot of money into this game. Yeah. You know, and they, you know, they buy weapons, they buy whatever. I, you have to look it up. But it was, it, there's a world record with this game, with this battle they're talking about. Okay. And... Uh, it's a fun game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but after a while, it's you know you just don't feel like you're putting big, uh, that big of a dent in that huge ass world. Yeah. And it's it, it's gotten so much bigger. Is it, this kind? Of, can you do more than one thing in this game? Like, or do you just get ready for battle? No, no. You do whatever you want. You don't even have to get into battle. You don't ever have to fire a laser if, if you don't want to. I mean, that's not necessarily true. You could attack by pirates, but they're kind of. If you stay in the secure areas, they're kind of weaklings and usually get help from the police. Or so, whatever. what is the goal of this game? To make this, to conquer the galaxy, basically. To not conquer, but take control of large portions of the galaxy. It's huge. Basically, it's, buying stocks in the galaxy. Well, it's not just buying stocks. I mean, you buy space stations, you buy ships, you sell ships, you you uh, you can. It, there's so much to it. What do you get out of it? Uh, a, a fat belly, uh, a lower bank account. Uh, you know, uh, forget about having sex because you know that's you're playing the no, game. There's no time. Yeah. 
There's no time for it. Okay. And uh, you'd have to try it. I mean, there's really... Okay, you know that book that you guys read on the Padre trip and then when the movie came out? Ready Player One. Yeah. Ready Player One. Yeah. That game seems really interesting to me. I wish there was a game kind of like that out there. They're working on stuff, but they're nowhere near close to that. I mean, I don't want it to take over our world where everybody's playing the game and that's all they do all day is play that game. Well, that's kind of what they do now, isn't it? Yeah, for real. <laughs> the birth rate's down in America, just so you're aware. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Birth rate's down in a lot of countries. Mainly with a strong internet connection. Gotcha. And all that that implies. Gotcha. Sorry, did we... What? Why didn't you contribute? Well, because I haven't really... The last MMORPG game that I played... Matt, don't get on your phone, okay? Deeply, uh, not deeply, but intently was Meridian 59, which was one of the very first ones that were ever introduced. Why are you not interested in MMOs? Because they're, t- they're so time-consuming, like more so than normal RPGs or first-person games. Yet you'll sit on the Xbox and play a game till the end, and it's just as time-consuming. Well, yeah, but uh, to me, I see... MMORPGs is way more time-consuming because there's always new stuff happening. There's always a new game that comes out. Well, yeah, there's that too. I think it's six one way, half a dozen the other. He's yeah. a completionist. He likes to beat games. You yeah. know, so the, and MMORPGs are not made to be beaten. Yeah, you don't you don't finish that game. It yeah. just keeps growing and there's growing. Nobody has ever won EverQuest. Right. I don't know. I do. I don't. I don't know. Because as soon as you get up to the highest level, the next expansion comes out, and you're, you know, already. I'm. All, we're we're already what twenty five levels behind now. I don't fucking know. Aren't we like two expansions behind? Yes. I'm actually have a character who's one ten, and I think he's fifteen levels behind now. Yeah. So. No, you got a character that's one twenty, and he's fifteen levels. Well, five levels behind. Hold on. We're no, we're two expansions behind. Right. We're right, more right. than two expansions. Right. Behind. So they added. Oh, we are more than two. No, we're two. I thought we're three. Mm, two. Yeah, but they're Blood of Lucelin and then the new one that's coming out. Yeah, but they're very expensive. Well, if not if you buy the basic. Didn't we buy the one for you for your birthday? Yeah, you bought and, me the big one. And I didn't get that one. Well, it doesn't matter because you just wait for the next one to come out. You buy it and then you get the previous one. Mm-hmm. Right, I gotcha. But right. th- that's what I'm saying is that yeah, well, the new one, the I'm n- two behind. You're one behind. The new one adds... Uh, no. I'm, what, five I haven't played in two years. Uh, there's no way I have two. Okay. Yeah, no. The, the new one costs it adds like five more levels, so it'll be like one twenty five. Yeah, but is it a new area? Yeah, there's. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is. they always add kind of a new area. And this one doesn't make sense. Even okay. if it's in the same like continent, there will be like new instances. Yeah, then this one doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so they added like, you go from like, god like dealing with gods and like another worldly creatures, and mm-hmm. then you go back to pirates. That's what this new one's about, the pirates. Oh. And it's like, why? Why are you... I'm, I'm kind of excited about Valheim. I've been waiting for new stuff to come out in that game. I really liked that game because you could build. You yeah, could build like and Minecraft. Build and build and build and build. Yeah, that's, so, that's more like... That's not a really an R- MMORPG, though. That's more no, like... More like a survivalist game. Right, yeah, it's, it's more like your... space engineers. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've been wanting to get back into that one. Or Satisfactory. Satisfactory makes me sick. I know. I wish I wish they just add a third person. They do have everything. a third person mod. It still makes me sick. Yeah. They need to do something to make make you guys not sick. Okay. 
Ugh, I made so much crap in Satisfactory. It's so fun. It is. It's, it's the problem. It's like, I love it. It's so fun. You get bored with it, but then you're like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, I think it's going to keep being interesting until they finish the game, and then once we have all the... Once we do everything. Like, yeah, once if we they do add everything. a storyline, if the storyline would be... This is what I'm waiting for. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I know you, you really didn't get into this game, but I did, and it was very... It was a very fun game. What? It doesn't have like good um what game i'll get to it okay it doesn't have like good grouping in it like where you go fight in groups repels no not repels oh you just think you know everything well, sir no, we, we didn't get into repels and you were loving well, it repels has lots, Let and lots her of groups finish. okay Jeez. um genshin genshin oh you, i got into that game yeah you, we just didn't keep with it it i did and what me and Dad did. And I stopped playing, though. I'm not playing it anymore. It just got so grindy. It did. Oh like, after, like, the story's grind, interesting. Grind, grind. Once they finish the story, that's when I might get back into it. They finished the story. Like, all the way. Yeah, it's all the way finished. They've, they're on to a new story. Like, the whole, like, find your sibling thing is finished. Oh, no, not that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But, no, the the most recent story where... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking, like, I want them to start, you know, I want to be able to start and be like, oh, i got to find my sister. And I'm then, not oh. against going back into that game. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, hours on end, killing the same enemies over and over again. Yeah, and then it's just like, you're basically just trying to get a new character every single time you play the game. And their multiplayer kind of sucks. It does kind of suck. Yeah, the multiplayer does suck. I agree with you on that. But it's more of a it's like it's more of a single player game. If that ha- makes sense. Yeah. But then don't make it an MMO. Right. I'd rather buy it, and then like they tweak a couple of things. I'd rather buy it than play it like a single player game. But that's why I brought it up is because I think it would be. I like this game. I like every little thing that happens. Like they have little side games that you can play. It also if, feels like pay to win. It yes. does feel like pay to win. But if they did something where they did a group game. That was like this, and made um, guilds and quests like. Oh, oh, where have I heard this before? Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, see, I and I uh, liked Final Fantasy. I, the one thing, the one thing I liked about Final Fantasy is just like you could switch classes just like that. And oh, it didn't yeah. matter. We had oh. so much fun playing it, and I couldn't remember why we stopped. And he keeps telling me it's because it was money related. Is that why we stopped? Well, I kind of well, I yeah. don't remember, but I think that had something to do with it because we were we were broke at the time. So yeah, yeah the subscription was super expensive. Well, less if compared y'all want to get others. back into playing that, I wouldn't mind. I also want to play Valheim. Okay, well, Valheim we can play for free. Yeah, yeah, I know that much. Okay, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, time after time. So are we ready for sushi news? You should be. So I'm going to continue to talk while I pull this out. Live from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa, it's Sushi News. Your source for news when it really doesn't matter what the news is. Sushi News, soon to be taken down by the Ministry of Truth. Sushi. That is so fucking ridiculous. Go. <laughs> Alright, so Dyson announces wearable air purifier with noise canceling headphones built in. 
An initial reveal of the Zone headphones comes without details on cost or battery life, nor how much the headset weighs. This Aren't is what they afraid like. that you'll take over Gotham? <laughs> <laughs> does look like Bane, Bane's headpiece. Dyson has announced its most unusual product yet, a wearable air purifier with a pair of noise-canceling headphones built in. An initial reveal of the Zone headphones, the first headphones Dyson has released, doesn't come with many specifics about cost or battery life, nor how much the headset weighs, but the company says that after more than six years in development, the device has moved from being something with a snorkel-like mouthpiece and a backpack to a gadget unveiled today with a release aimed for the end of this year. That's so strange. That is. How that's appearing. I can um, see the the Bane mask, and then in the background, you see the Bane mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Um, Dyson said it started having internal conversations in two th- 2016 two th- about developing some kind of purification on the Move technology. Hold on a second. Where's Dyson based? Does England. Does anyone know? England? Yeah, probably. Why, why would they be thinking about this in 2016? We didn't have anything going on then. Shit. I don't know. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Right. That's all we had going on at that time. Uh, during initial trials in the smoggy city of Beijing, the company struck Beijing. upon the idea. Maybe that's why. Uh, Maybe it was a smog filtering. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons. I mean, Dyson was a was primarily a vacuum company, right? Yeah. yeah but he invented a lot of other stuff before that. I was going to say that yeah. one of their biggest things was putting a HEPA filter on everything so that uh, you wouldn't have to breathe in nasty garbage. And so maybe this is just the evolution of the HEPA filter. Yeah. Could be. That could be it. Um, anyway, they designed the headset so air filters can be placed in the ear cups, minimizing some Those of the... Those are for un- the airheads. Yeah. <laughs> it's minimizing some of the unusual bulkiness in previous photo f- prototypes. Um, in its final form, the zone uses a visor to channel a continuous stream of purified air to your nose and mouth without touching your face, according to Dyson. A separate attachment is also going to be offered that could allow people to turn the headphones into a sealed full contact mask. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's what it looks like. I'm not going to go into all the yeah. details. If you want to know more, you can look it up on the internet. Dyson... Zone headphones. Um, I just read something that I wasn't going to read, but now I'm interested because... um, Because. Because. Because it feels like, and this is going to be part of my conspiracies, I'm not there yet, but it it has to do with Bill Gates. Um, So... Alright, here is... Okay, Google Maps user left spooked after spotting ghostly figure near cemetery. Reddit users have been left scratching their heads after a Google Maps sleuth spotted an eerie ghostly figure near the cemetery, leaving many spooked by the horror discovery. So it basically just looks like a uh, ghostly figure with a lantern. It's really weird. Um, I should have sent you this picture too, but... Oh well. Um, Anyway, the Google Maps user was left spooked... Uh, one mysterious about the mysterious image, uh, but it w- revealed what what appears to be the outline of a white ghost in an empty forest. And uh, when it comes to to ghosts, this person said they're a cynic, but the streets view sun flare has them spooked. 
sun flares. Yeah, that's what they say. It's a sun flare. Hmm. Um, but one pinned, it happened to be near a cemetery, a torn down covered bridge, and what seemed like an abandoned lodge. If ghosts had to exist, this seems like a likely place for all of that to coagulate. I don't believe in ghosts normally, and all it's it's all in spooky fun for me, and yet this gives me pause. That's what one user wrote. I mean, looking at this picture, I can see exactly why. It kind of has a hazy look to it. Um, where it, And this is my description of any ghost that I've ever seen, and I have seen ghosts. It looks like okay. it's illuminated, um, but it's not glowing. So hmm. the ghosts that I've seen look like they're illuminated, but it doesn't like glow. You can tell it's not something that... I mean, it's not an, a real person, right? Right. And it's not... It's weird, because it's like, they're never in color for me, the ones that I see. They're kind of like, yeah. always black and white. And this picture that we're seeing is black and white. And it's fu- it's like illuminated, but it's not glowing, you know? Anyway, um, another person said that it's possible that it could be the camera's lens caused by the sun being pretty low, almost in the same height, and the ca- the, the, ca- the camera is pointing vertically. I would have to ask someone I know that does take pictures for a living on what they thought about this picture to see if they thought it could have been something like that. And then the other another person said, is the camera lens dirty? Which, it doesn't even look like the camera lens would be dirty. This literally looks like a ghost carrying a lantern. So, anyway... I thought I'd read that because I thought it was an interesting picture and the fact that Google Earth can just snap pictures of anything. Yes. Including a, uh, including an unidentified sea creature. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. Off the coast of, what, Russia or China? Yeah. All right, I'm ready, guys. For conspiracies. Yes. Text message notification just came on screen. Weird. It did. Yeah. That's right. Go, 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 go. COVID-19. No. Bill Gates warns of an even more transmissive and more fatal coronavirus variant. And then Alex Jones interrupts him. This was as of Sunday, May 1st, 2022. Just wanted to throw that out there. The Microsoft co-founder and philanthropist has said the risk of a more virulent variant coming to light is way above 5%. The coronavirus pandemic is far from over. Bill Gates has warned, saying there could still be a variant which is even more transmissive and even more fatal. We haven't even seen the worst of it, he said in an interview. While not wanting to be a voice of doom and gloom, the risk of a more virulent variant emerging is way above 5%, the Microsoft co-founder and philanthropist told the Financial Times. Okay, he's a billionaire. What does that make him uh, the leading expert of, of pathology? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if this came from the CDC or, or the WHO, I'd I, consider it to be a little bit more credible. But Bill Gates... Well, See, another thing he warned of was bioterrorist attacks and urges world leaders to use germ games to prepare an interview. To prepare, sorry. Why? The only problem with this conspiracy is, is that, is the end game to just wipe out all of the human population or most of the human population? 
I, I would think that they wouldn't want to do that because we're the ones that the, we're the work monkeys. Yeah, the the, the food, the, the supply chain would be completely disrupted. It already is. Devastated. No, we're it's bad, but right. it could be a lot worse. Well, oh, so, I'm sure it could. So let's talk about su- food supply chain. Did you know in the last six months that there are 18 different food processing places in the United States that have caught on fire in the last six months? Yeah. 18. What is that from? Why? How is this happening? Maybe processing ethanol. (laughs) I I was like, 18? Two would be okay. I mean, was was it a total loss? That I didn't read into that, but I was like, eighteen is a large number for food. I mean, was it was it a total loss, or was it like, oh my god, the records department is burned down? One of them was post. (laughs) One of them was post. Um, I mean, because if it's eight seventeen total losses, that's completely different than you know just part of the building caught on fire. I, I you know from a conspiracy standpoint, I would think more of the records keeping might have been, (laughs) but. Um. Well, so. Okay, so it says no fires at food processing plants have not been set intentionally. Okay, how do you know? <laughs> like, uh, all of the media is bought. So how do we know? I'll tell you what is a very interesting conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's on your list. Are you going to talk about Twitter at all? Uh, no, but go ahead. Okay, so here, here's this one. Okay, Elon Musk buys Twitter. This is the timeline, right? Okay. All of a sudden, and I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, Obama loses 300,000 followers, right? And Kamala Harris loses 10,000 followers a day after being... After having an average of five thousand followers a day, yeah, from it's her Twitter, their Twitter accounts, you from said? their Twitter accounts, okay, and prominent conservatives. You know, I don't know what side of the aisle you're on, but prominent conservatives are gaining followers in the thousands all of a sudden. It's like they're they're burning the algorithm to hide evidence. You don't think that it's a possibility that the left is freaking out because Elon bought it and they know that he's middle of the roadish and um, people are leaving Twitter and what conservatives are all of a sudden popping on Twitter yeah I don't I don't buy that well Twitter was more of a, a left side left wing thing and a lot of the conservative people weren't in it and now that Elon has bought it you don't think they're no they're signing on going woohoo no. Elon when the young Turks yeah bring it up as a conspiracy because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, look at uh, Anis Kasparian. Mm-hmm. Talk about the the mass Twitter uh, changes that happened all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, we all knew, and even Elon knew, that there was something going on with Twitter. And at that point, Elon was like, I want to buy Twitter because I want to prove that something was going on. And he did. Now, I don't know much about the algorithm or, or you know, how, how all that's going on or even th- this is a conspiracy theory, mind you. But right. 
and you may very well be right. Maybe there's 300,000 people who just dumped Twitter all of a sudden. Yeah. But I doubt it. I doubt it. And even if they left, I mean, the ones who said they were going to leave have already come back. Yeah. Because it's, it, it, honestly, it's it's a... Um, Fast way to get your pain No, no. It, it's, it, it's a disorder. There's a disorder attached to social media where everybody has to know what you think about their comments or whatever, oh, right? Okay. And they get a they get a hit of dopamine every time that you know they post something and they get a lot of fi- followers. Yeah, you're telling me all of a sudden they're going to quit that cold turkey? Oh, I don't think so. You're and right about just that. Sit around the house and just wait for someone to tell them something nice and pretty. They all hate Facebook, so they're not going there. Yeah. So where else is there? MySpace or whatever platform that Trump launched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think liberals are going to Trump's platform. Uh, I'm just talking about <laughs> platforms in general, social media in general. The truth is what I think. It the, was truth. the truth. Okay. And it's, and the it's, truth. And it's a dog. Speed of truth. It's awful. Here's another one. Now, I read about this and I was like, how in the world is this a thing? Released documents reveal plan to nuke the moon. <laughs> Why would we do that? I wonder if people are running wild with the comets that have been hitting that hit the moon on a regular basis. It says millions of taxpayer dollars funded the bizarre and unbelievable research. They did research on this. Um, Uh, Research as if they were going to nuke the moon or research as if what if another country nuked the moon? Probably that. I would imagine that would be worth (laughs) knowing only Mm -hmm. because... What would happen if Russia lost their fucking mind and nuked the moon? Would the moon cause problems for the rest of the world? Well, I'm right. scientifically, wouldn't it though? Because it controls the tides and moods and yeah, that's exactly what things. I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense that they would research that. Yeah. yeah. So when, um, so I'm not going to read all of this because there's a lot, but basically, this research gobbled up millions of taxpayers' dollars, and it didn't give any oversight. Uh, lack of accountability coupled with an endless cash flow inspired officials at the AATIP to dabble in some genuinely bizarre technologies while ta- while ta- sorry we're talking the kind of stuff you expect to see in an episode of Star Trek and Harry Potter not not to be an ass uh-huh. but is the conspiracy that the government uh, squandered a bunch of taxpayer money on bullshit that we'll never use because that's not a conspiracy that's real that uh, happens every no, day. I, yeah yeah well, the conspiracy is why would we try to nuke our own moon? Why? Well, why would I think it depends if we're talking about we're doing research to find out what would happen if we did. That's one thing. But if we're doing research to find out what if someone did, mm-hmm. like what if Russia did or what if China did, then that would be worth knowing. Well, AATIP um, is Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. So that's what they are doing. They're trying to identify the threat of um, destroying the moon. Yeah, but um, you know, you have people up. in you have people in NASA, you have people in SpaceX who can who can put calculations in and tell you exactly where you're going to land at what part of the day. But if they're putting that much money in and they can't figure out what's going to happen if someone launches a bunch of nuclear missiles at the moon, mm-hmm. I would I would be I would be uh, they need to have an oversight committee looking at where they're spending that money. So the Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, funded the AATIP. In turn, the AATIP studied phenomena related to UFOs. Uh, The revelation sparked the intense scrutiny of individuals fascinated by the alien question. But searching the night skies for flying saucers was far from the only thing the AATIP participated in. 
Um, and they said, we know this because a four-year-old Freedom of Information Act request by Vice for dozens of documents that recently got filed, the FOIA request resulted in a cache of 51 documents numbering just under 1,600 pages. Um, now, while this may sound like the run-of-the-mill documents, the papers revealed some surprising and mysterious AATIP activities. Um, so you can actually go and view those reports. Um, but there's also discussions of warp drives, communication utilizing warp high drives. Fre- uh-huh. <laughs> communications utilizing high-frequency gravitational waves and something referred to as extra-dimensional manipulation. Um, reading these reports and papers can leave you feeling like you're inside a sci-fi realm. But it's worth noting that the authors of the recently released documents also spent a fair amount of time discouraging the use of these technologies. You know, it's funny. I was sitting here thinking, you know, why would why would Russia or China throw a bunch of nukes knowing that it could cause like extinction level events? But how many times has the human race done stupid shit like that, not knowing what they're playing with and testing out like atom bombs, nuclear bombs? This the CERN hydro collider would Marie be another Curie one with the radiation. Yeah, radiation. We, we, how many times have we done that? And and what would it, I mean? How many times will we have to do it before the humankind actually finds a way to extinguish ourselves? You know. Yep. And so I think if if they're going to look at something, they should be looking at stupid Uh-oh. things that this world could do. Yeah, I hear that. She's got to weep. Uh-oh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, how about the how about them football player things? Oh. <laughs> how about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? They suck. Oh, okay. You sound like your dad. How about them cowboys? Uh, Aye. I saw I saw a, a TikTok. Yeah. What you I tell cuz that's how all my all my stories start here lately. Hmm. I saw a TikTok where they were talking about uh Name one thing that somebody after uh, born after the year 2000 wouldn't understand. And the guy gets on and goes, uh, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Cowboys haven't made a play for the Super Bowl since like 96 or Yeah, 95 or 96, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, well. God dang well, we would be starting Stump the Robo Tuner, but we have to wait for our co-hosts to return. Yeah, um, yeah. You're I just a happy camper today, just yes, like your, what your ad said, says. I kind of wish we could, uh, I, I know I'm. they're probably listening to this in the living room in there, so Shelly Park can hear this, but I kind of wish we could come together and, and come up with a prank real quick. Shit in her chair like Amber Heard. Shit in her chair? No, yeah. she's back. Too late. Oh, she must have wait, gone on the... I need you to go out. I need to, I need to pull a prank on you. No. <laughs> I hear it. What, what, what's the prank? What was the prank I was going to do? What the fuck? I don't know. Sorry, I had to walk out. <laughs> Did you everybody why? Well, we all knew we why. We joked why. <laughs> What'd you say? You made it really awkward, okay? How? I don't know. Sorry about that. We told was, everyone you made a squat We knew what yard. it was. <laughs> We knew what it was when we saw the pee dribbling down your leg. Shut up. Whew. All right, so are we done talking about that one? I suppose. Yeah, I thought okay. we were. We got right. one more, apparently. Can you guess what its theme is? 
They've been talking about, about it all, all day. day. No idea. Farts. Hydron Collider. <laughs> oh, okay. So this last week, the Hydron Collider was turned back on after numerous upgrades and uh, maintenance on the system. And I want to talk about what the Hydron Collider does. Okay. Go, yeah. go for it, baby. It's the world's largest, highest energy particle collider. It was built by the European Organization for Nuclear Research, CERN, between 1998 and 2008 in collaboration with over 10,000 scientists and hundreds of universities and laboratories, as well as more than 100 countries. Whew. Now, why did they make the hydrogen, sorry, Hadron Collider? The purpose of the LHC is to accelerate and collide opposing streams of charged particles at extremely high velocities in order to make them produce or more exo exotic particles for observation. Sorry, produce other more exotic particles for observation. Crazy. This yields much knowledge about subatomic physics. You do realize that even though it's on, mm -hmm. it's nowhere close to full speed yet. Right. It'll be probably a few months before it hits full speed. So yeah. they're not colliding anything right now. I'm sure it's a remaining work in progress. Right. We talked about this on our very first occurrence. Yeah. Its first startup was on September 10th, 2008, and remains the latest addition to CERN's accelerator complex. The LHC consists of a 27-kilometer ring of, a superconduct of superconducting magnets with a number of accelerating structures to boost the energy of the particles. Okay, let's talk about what happened in 2008. The mortgage crisis. Hold on. A lot. So, um, after nine days of preliminary bean commissioning in 2008, on September the 19th, disaster struck. The last octant was being ramped up in preparation for high-energy operation when a magnet interconnect failed and the enormous energy stored in the superconducting magnets was released in an uncontrolled way and damaged around 600 meters of the LHC installed equipment. What happened in 2008 in the real world? We had what? I know that uh, all of a sudden Sinbad never made a movie uh, about <laughs> uh, being a genie. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bernstein Bears. Uh, Mandela. Yeah, the Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of things that people were saying were... seemed like had been changed. Uh, the stock market crashed. Yeah, the more, because of the mortgage bubble. Let's see when the First. stock market crashed. That was 2008. Yeah, but what what month? I don't remember. It, I had... I remember where I was working at the time, so it was the middle of the year. October 24th, 2008. Okay. September the 19th is when this problem happened, and then the market crashed October the 24th, 2008. Okay. Maybe I'm stretching it a little. Maybe. But the world changed after 2008, and everyone in this room can agree that it did. Yeah, and then gas prices dropped to $1.32 a gallon when they were in the mid $2.00. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Oh. I know that's kind of when the culture war started. Somewhat, yeah. 
Low energy beams in 2000. Okay, so December 5th in 2008, CERN released detailed analysis. So on December 5th, it's when it released a detailed analysis. I'm going over the events, like the timeline, okay? Um, Let me go back. Um, In November 20th, 2009, low energy beams circulated in the tunnel for the first time since the accident in 2008. Um, November the 23rd, 2009, first particle collisions in all four detectors at 450 GeV. I don't know what GeV stands for. Uh, I was looking at that. It's a a unit of measurement for uh, electricity, I think. Uh, Hold on. I just had it pulled up. So the Hadron Collider started See, March the 21st. It's, in it's, electro, it's electron volts. Electron uh, volts. Yeah, so it's uh, the newest rendition of the LAC is going to be in the 13.6 trillion electron volts. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what GEV is. Neither, but I can go over this timeline real quick. So it started March the 21st, 1984. A large hadron collider in the LEP tunnel, and then on January the thirtieth, nineteen eighty-seven, U.S. President announced his support for superconducting super collider. So that was Pre- President Ronald Reagan. October the first, nineteen ninety-two, Atlas and CMS collaborations published letters of intent um, to build a multi-purpose detector at the LHC. The letter of intent they submit to the LHC Experiments Committee marks the first official use of the name ATLAS. March 1st, 1993, ALICE Collaboration publishes letter of intent, so that's ALICE, a large ion collider experiment proposed to build a detector. Um, October the 21st, 1993, Superconducting Super Collider project was canceled. April the 14th, 1994, 10-meter magnet prototype achieves 8.73 Tesla. Damn. Yeah. December the 16th, 1994, LHC construction was approved. Uh, June the 23rd, 1995, Japan admitted as CERN observer state. So they came in and said they wanted to observe. They also put in a financial contribution to the LHC. You down with LHC? Yeah, you know me. October the 20th, 1995, LHC Conceptual Design Report published. Uh, January the 31st, 1997, CMS and Atlas experiments approved. Four years after the first technical proposals, the experiments CMS and Atlas are officially approved. Both are general purpose experiments designed to explore the fundamental nature of matter and the basic forces that shape our universe, including the Higgs boson. What's that, I wonder? I'll look into that in a minute. Holy crap. One of the Mandela effects is that Oscar Mayer was spelled with an E, and I specifically remember it being spelled with an E. Yep. (laughs) Oh. February the 14th, 1997, Alice Experiment Approved. August the 15th, 1997, Totem Collaborations published Letters of Intent. The Total Cross-Section Elastic Scattering Diffraction Dissociation Collaboration proposes to build a detector to measure the basic properties of a proton-proton collisions at high energy. The Letter of Intent marks the first official use of the name Totem. Uh, United States admitted as CERN Observer State. So the, at the December session of the CERN Council, 
Representatives of the United States signed an agreement to contribute $531 million to the Large Hadron Collider Project. Martha Krebs, Director of the Office of Energy Research, and Bob Einstein, Eisenstein, uh, Assistant oh. Director of Physical and Mathematical Science at the National Science Foundation, signed on behalf of the U.S., and CERN Director General <coughs> Christopher Llewellyn Smith, Signs on behalf of the laboratory at the same meeting as the U.S. is granted observer status at CERN. Hmm. February 15th, 1998. Model Collaboration publishes letter of intent. Uh, that is, the monopole and exotics detector at the LHC proposes to build a detector. Uh, Gallo-Roman ruins discovered at CMS dig site on July 10th, 1998. So a construction worker, as construction workers are preparing to work the work site for the CMS detector cavern, they unearth 4th century Gallo-Roman ruins. The find delays work for six months while archaeologists excavate the site. The archaeologists find a Gallo-Roman villa with surrounding fields as well as coins from Ostia, a seaport of Rome, Lyons in France, then Gaul and London. Um, I'm just going to go through this timeline pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, September 17th, 1998, LHCB experiment approved. Final excavation of the Atlas Cavern was May 31st, 2002. July 5th, 2002, reinforcing the Atlas Cavern floor. June 4th, 2003, Atlas Cavern inaugurated. November 5th, 2003, LHCF submits letter of intent. Um... February 1st, 2005, CMS Cavern inaugurated. April 26, 2007, last LHC dipole magnet goes underground. February 29th, 2008, final large detector piece lowered into Atlas Cavern. July the 23rd, 2008, final large detector piece lowered into CMS Cavern. September 10th, 2008, the LHC starts up. So all of that happened before the the mortgage crisis happened. All of the, the mortgage stuff bubble, that happened yeah. in 2008. Yeah. Um, and then the incident, September the 19th, 2008, at the LHC. And then October the 21st, 2008, inauguration of the LHC. April 30th, 2009, final magnet goes underground after LHC repair. November the 20th, 2009, beams back in the LHC. Um, particle beams are once again circulating in the world's most powerful particle accelerator, CERN's Large Hadron Collider. The news comes after the machine was handed over for operation on Wednesday morning. A clockwise circulation beam was established at 10 o'clock this evening. This is an important milestone on the road towards first physics at the LHC expected in 2010. I'm not reading that whole thing, but... Um, I can, I'll tell you where to go to get to it if you need directions. Okay. December 2009, the LHC is put into standby mode. The LHC ends its first full period of operation. So it started in 2008 and ended its first full period of operation December 16, 2009. Collisions at 2.36 TeV set a new world record and bring to a close a successful first run for the world's most powerful <sighs> particle accelerator. Um, in February 28, 2010, the LHC started again after a short technical stop. Um, March 30, 2010, first LHC collision at 7 Tev. 
happened October the 18th 2011 I'd like to see Proton run for 2011 reaches successful conclusion so they turned it off again um, tantalizing hints of the Higgs in a seminar that was on December 13th 2011 the Atlas and CMS experiments present the status of their searches for the standard model Higgs boson their results are based on the analysis of considerably more data than those presented at the summer conferences enough to make significant progress in the search for Higgs boson but not enough to make any conclusive statement on the existence or non-existence of the elusive Higgs let's look and see what that is yeah. And then I'm so done. Okay, because I don't too. want you to go to sleep, Kenneth. Penis. Penis. Okay, existence of this field could be veri verified by discovery of its associated particle, the Higgs boson. That's a, it's a particle. The Atlas and CMS experiment. CERN announced that they had independently observed a new particle in the mass region of around 125 GeV, a boson consistent with the Higgs boson. So what they're saying is, is it's a particle that doesn't exist until you get to 125 GeV. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, after 40-year search, a subatomic particle with the expected properties was discovered in 2012 by the Atlas and CMS experiments Stretch at the Large marks. Hadron Collider at CERN near Geneva, Switzerland. Sorry. Geneva, Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. The new particle was subsequently confirmed to match Stretch the expected marks. properties of a Higgs boson. Hmm. Okay. Which is... Oh, that's the God particle. <laughs> I don't know what the God particle is. I just didn't know it was named Higgs boson. I didn't either. Yeah. It's that's boson. cool. Okay. It's boson. Bozen, like sorry. bozo, like you. You're a I bozo. I don't know. I don't know. She's not a bozo. She's a bozo. All right. So we're going to stop there. I'll talk more about the... I won't talk about it because he's going to sleep. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Let's do trivia. Yeah, I'm ready for Stump the Robotuner. Stump the Robotuner. You, you just can't handle the shit toppers at all. Whatever. Bless you. Thank you. Oh. All right. That sounded what painful. What color blood does an octopus have? Robotuner? Mm-hmm. Purple. No. Well, Thunder K. Black. No. Alex, you turn red. No. Fuck. What's the answer? Blue. 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 Fucking blue buds. What year was the first pizza delivery made? Alex, the intern, I'm going to say 1948. No. Made? The like delivery. First delivery. Of pizza. Thunder K. 76. No. Robotuner? Uh-huh. 1969? <laughs> no. I would have taken... I would have even gone as far as the right... Decade? Decade. No, not decade. Uh, hundred year span. Oh. Oh, it was the 1800s? Yeah. It was 1889. I was close. This was down while going over, but... Um, what is the craziest <laughs> flavor of ice cream sold in Japan? Robotuner? Yeah. Wasabi? No. Thunder K. Sushi? No. <laughs> Alex the Intern. Uh, the, the fucking Kit Kat. No. That'd be awesome. You're really close. I almost want to give this to you. It's eel. Eel? Yes. Huh. Well, eel ice cream. Weird. What does the word astronaut mean in Greek? Thunder K, person who likes to go out to outer space. No. Alexander of the stars. No. Robotuner? Yeah. Otherworldly? No. You're really close. It's it's Star and Sailor. 
Well, yeah, I, I figured because Astro is, okay. is a Greek word. Astro was a dog on the Jetsons. Astro is the word for, for stars and, in Greek. And Argonauts, they were on a boat. How long can a crocodile hold its breath underwater? Robotuner? It's two years. No. <laughs> okay, 26 hours. No. Alex the Intern, two hours. Yes. Fuck. Right, for real? Yes. Fuck yeah. I guessed. How many beats per second do a hummingbird flap? This is the weird. How many beats per second does a hummingbird flap its wings? Thunder K. 120. No. Robotuner? 200? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> How many water parks exist in North America? God. I'd say I'd say at least two. But that's well, not my answer. That's in Texas. <laughs> Alex That's the intern. in the DFW area. <laughs> Alex the intern, uh, 350. No. This is in America. I know. Just in Texas alone. Uh, Thunder K, 165,000. No. Yeah, because even cities have their own water parks now. Most of the cities <laughs> in Tarrant County. I'm going to guess. Robo Tudor. Uh-huh. 3,000. You're closer. It does uh. say, okay, so you guys, you guys have to fight it out. 165,000 to 3,000 it's in that range that's so I would say he's closer because it's more than 1,200 okay but it could be your number what more than 12 more than 12,000 more than 1,200 more than 1,200 yeah he's closer to what this says I don't think there's an exact answer to this hey my number is more than 1,200 well so is his (laughs) anyway I'm not gonna give it to anybody okay fuck what was the answer? What is it? Twelve hundred. More than twelve hundred. Oh, it probably means twelve hundred to thirteen hundred. Is probably oh, what they're okay. trying oh, I gotcha. to say. What is a group of jellyfish called? <laughs> Thunder K. Painful. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you turn a brain. No. The fuck are up with these questions, man? <laughs> a group of jellyfish. Uh, Robotur. Uh huh. A school. No. <laughs> I got another one. Hold on. Uh-huh. A jar. No. <laughs> a jar of jellyfish. It's called a smack. A grape jellyfish. Smack? A smack. I know. I've heard that before, actually. I just am retarded. <sighs> what is the world's smallest fruit called? Alex's going to turn a fig. No. No? Thunder K. No. World's smallest fruit? Uh huh. Oh my god, I think I know it. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna let you guess after they guess. Uh, world's smallest it. fruit. Robotuna. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna cry. Uh, raisin. No, that would be a grape. Well, a raisin is still a fruit, it's just a shrunken grape. Something smaller than a raisin? Yeah. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm okay with being wrong. But like, if I'm right, I'm gonna cry. I don't know. Then okay. Um, what's the opposite of a a mega pint? <laughs> a mini pint. A mini, a micro uh, micro grape. No. Is it a date? No. Oh, okay. It's called an urtrickle. And it's it looks like little <sighs> tiny Urtrical. tomato seeds all over like not even tomato. 
It's almost like this it is the most fucked up Robo Tuner <laughs> trivia. Give me the exact number of the African swallow. <laughs> what state has the highest concentration of shopping malls? <laughs> Robo Tuner? One hundred fifty chance. Minnesota? No. Okay, California. No. Fuck. Alex the intern. Pennsylvania. No. New Jersey. New Jersey. What? The fuck? Well, I, I guess so. What animal laughs when it's tickled? Thunder K. I, hyena. No. Damn it. When it's tickled. This is a test. <laughs> it's not a test. It's a fucking test. No. I'm taking. We're taking the SAT, aren't we? <laughs> fucking. Alex the intern, a zebra. No. Robotern. A kookaburra? No. No. An ape. An ape. Oh. <laughs> okay. What part of our body contains traces of gold? Uh, Robotern. Thunder K's asshole. <laughs> Why does my asshole contain traces of gold? I mean, if I drank Goldschlager, maybe. I don't know. That's what I should have said for your introduction Thunder K, today. your eyes. No. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Skip, you can't play. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. Alex, the intern. Yeah. Your kidneys. No, it's your hair. Last question. Okay. Who was the first president of the United States? Okay. Okay. Fuck. Fuck yeah. George fucking Washington. <laughs> I don't think that's his middle name. I'm just it, kidding. It is today. All right. Tiebreaker. Uh, Between you two. And and no, all three of us. All three of us. Oh, you all got one? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <sighs> what is the average sweep speed of the... I actually looked this up. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, what is the average air velocity speed of an African swallow? And then an unladen swallow. And it was uh, 27. What do you call a group of pigs? Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you should answer fast. Well, <laughs> I had to. Okay. Answer now. If figure out the answer later. If your half-brother was here, he would know this right off the bat. Because uh-huh. he... He raises them and uh, it's a horn swoggle. Thanks, <laughs> the intern. Is it a herd? Okay. Robotuner? Yeah. A sty? No. A no. sty. A that's pig the, sty. That's what they live in. It's a litter. That's Lit. close. I mean, oh, if like you were talking about a group of whores, those are called a stable. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most popular Christmas movie of all Alex time? Alex the intern. Uh, Alex, right. Elf. What the fuck is wrong with you? I couldn't remember. You want to take a stab, Thunder K? Go ahead. It's a wonderful life. No. Ah. Oh, what? Ro- How could you? Robotuner? Uh-huh. White Christmas? No. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Home Alone. No. no. What? No. Yeah. I don't wait around all year to watch fucking Home Alone. If they said Die Hard, I'd, I would just shut everything down. What is the dirtiest item in a common household? Alex, the intern. Doorknob? No. Thunder K, Justin's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's 
Justin's underwear isn't in everybody's household. You don't know. <laughs> and you if they know. are, then he has a lot of explaining to do. Justin's his son, just by the way. Yeah, his oldest. No, they could have just infants. Mm, the dirtiest household light. Roboter? Mm-hmm. The toilet? No. No. God dang, it's the TV remote, guys. Oh. Okay. The fucking TV remote. <laughs> This Survey says I'm what? Find, I'm trying to find an easy one. Hold on. Okay. This is God. starting to get re fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'm about to just I'm about to just say let's all three shake hands. We tied on one. It's like we're playing soccer. Okay. <laughs> what fruit? Football. Brain soccer. Does humans share fifty percent of their DNA with? Alex, the intern of banana. Yes, Alex, you win. Yay! I actually knew that one. Go, Alex. So you're saying we basically Damn. eat ourselves when we eat a banana? Yeah. It's cannibalism uh-huh. almost. Did you know if you eat 40,000 bananas, you'll die from radiation? 40,000 at 40, once? 40,000 bananas. Yeah, if you eat about 40,000 bananas, you'll die of radiation poisoning. Hold 40. on. So if I eat it over the period of time No, that no, I no. Live, it, at once. Oh, I don't at know. Once? <laughs> at once? I no mean, creature on... might. Her mouth is big Fuck enough. Fuck you. No, Fuck you, sir. No creature on God's green earth... Can do that. It's That's capable of that. Not even an elephant or a, or, or a whale. Know. Hey, hey, if they can sew a human mouth to a human anus and create the <laughs> human centipede, they could mush up bananas and stick I don't it down think your That's f- a real thing. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah. You yeah. might be right. But hey. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you have a subject you'd like for us to talk about on our occurrences, you can drop us an email, robotuner2020 at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail, 682-325-1379. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Robotuner, and we're live most Sundays starting at 7 p.m. Central Time. When's the last time you checked the voicemail? I haven't got any. I get notifications on my email if anyone leaves a message. I've got no emails. Yeah. Do I need to change the email address? No. Maybe you just need to like be yes. cooler. That will make it easier for them to email us if we keep changing it. Maybe we can make some podcast friends. If Oh, actually, I'm not going to be able to go to that event. On Thursday? Ah. Well, next Thursday, no, because it's I'm rehearsing and this is our last show. So I can't miss it. Fucking lame. That's okay. And Thunder Kane, I can go. Dad was going to be shoddy about it anyway. Yeah. He had a conversion. We can go. They're going to be like, who the fuck is that? We represent the Lollipop <laughs> Guild. <laughs> we are the Munchkins of the Lollipop <laughs> Guild. Yeah, yeah, I knew that's where she was going with that. Damn it. Well, I know that the Funky Town and uh, JGTM is going to be there. Where is it going to be at? Uh, it's at a place Fort in Worth. the star- stockyards. Uh, you asked me that I'd have to look. I'd need to look it up on Funky Panther's page. I think we need to go. You okay. make friends everywhere you go. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm not saying I won't go. I'm just saying I don't know if I make friends everywhere I go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I did today. I did. <laughs> well, we we'll see you guys next time. Red pants. <laughs>